Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Well, we have uh, some great yeah, callers let's let's, lined up. Let's see who's out there today. Let's do it. Let's uh, start in New Jersey. Had the governor of New Jersey on Saturday Night Live. It was very funny. Uh, line one is Chris. And thank you for joining us, Chris, from New Jersey. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Hi, Wayne. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Is New Jersey still there? Absolutely. Thank you for taking the call. You're very welcome. How did you do with Sandy? Oh, thank God. No problems. Just lost some power, but uh-huh. a lot worse. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of the a lot of people uh, up there in the in the Northeast um, uh, uh, <clears throat> who are very heroic, and they were doing a, 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 something on it last night. On I think it was on sixty minutes, talking about some of the people that just forgot about themselves completely and just immersed themselves into uh, in see, reaching out and serving other people. You know who yeah, who were much worse off than they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's on your mind, my friend? What's your what's your okay. name? I didn't. Chris. Chris, nice to know you, Chris. Okay, I'm a huge fan for many years. And my favorite piece of advice from you is thinking from the end. Yeah. Where you treat yourself as if you already are what you like to become. But then you also mentioned detachment from outcome, where mm-hmm. you're not concerned with the outcome and you're focusing on the journey and not the destination will come. But mm-hmm. how do you combine the two? Because when I first heard detachment, I'm thinking it contradicts thinking from the end. Yes. Right, um, because the end doesn't become a it doesn't become a goal. It doesn't become something that you're attached to or something that you're. It's like uh, you know you're you breathe in, in and you breathe out every day. You go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth. Uh, there's so many things that are just a normal part of what you do every day, and you don't go wake up in the morning and say, "Okay, I'm I'm I've got to go to the bathroom again." I'm, am I attached to going to the bathroom or whatever? Mm-hmm. It just become it just becomes who you are, and so when you start when you live from the end. You're not thinking about <clears throat> this is how it's going to work out for me, and I'm just going to be so happy. In your internal world, uh, it it all becomes one. It's like uh, you are healed. Uh, you have the job that you uh, that you you know are looking toward, because you know you can't get rid of desire. Even though in Buddhism they speak a lot about just ridding yourself totally of desire, I think that might be one of the great uh, things that death will bring to us. We were talking about death earlier today. You know, is this awareness that you don't the the, the concept of desire uh, leaves us because that's a very human trait, <clears throat> and in a, in the highest levels of consciousness, um, <clears throat> it's always just about awareness. Wherever I place my awareness, I always think of it as like what it's like in our dream state. Whatever I place my awareness on in my dream state, um, I'm it already. I don't have to think about trying to get there if I. If I want to have a new car and I'm sound asleep and I want to experience my new uh, Jaguar, I don't have to get up, get dressed, drive down to the showroom, get you know, go through a road test, buy the car, figure out a way to make the payments. I don't have to do any of that. I just shift my awareness uh, and I'm in a Jaguar and I'm just driving around and whatever it is and, and I have a great feeling of, uh, of being able to be able to attract that. So it, it's like what you want to do in, in resolving this dichotomy between um, you know thinking from the end and being and staying detached you know from the outcome 
is uh, to, uh, don't think of it. It's not an outcome that you're working towards. It's uh, it's like it's just you're already that. I do it with okay. this leukemia all every day. I don't say this is this is my desire and I'm 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 uh, and I'm going to make this all happen for me and so on. I literally live every single day as if I were in perfect health. Um, and I talk to myself like that. I talk to the cells in my body that way. I talk to the, my, my white blood count. Uh, I just continuously remind myself that I am well. I am well. There's no attachment or whatever. It's just who I am. The same as I look in the mirror and I see this face that, I, I'm, <laughs> that I've become accustomed to. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, there's, just, there's no attachment there at all. It's just who you are. I don't okay. know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Makes a lot of sense. You're very welcome. Have a, have a great Thanksgiving and, and maybe Thank reach you. out to somebody up there. Let's send you, I want to send you uh, My Greatest Teacher. I don't know if you've seen that or not. It's the story yeah, of my father. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a great film on finding my father. And God bless you, my friend. Chris, what city Thanks, are you in up there? I'm what in city are you in? Where? Verona. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're not on the shore. You're not on the Jersey Shore? No. I'm a little yeah, bit in from the shore. Yeah. I know where that is. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care. And I think we still have time. Oh, we do. We have time for another call. So let's uh, see what's happening in Switzerland and go to line three and speak with Nadir. Is that your correct pronunciation? Is it Nadir? Yes, it's (laughs) N-A-D-I-R. Hello, Dr. Dyer. Nadir. It means the low point. Yes, I hope so. I hope it isn't uh, in connection to my life. (laughs) I just wanted to thank you very, very much for your inspirational work and your wisdom. Uh, It reached me uh, over the the big leap, over the big sea, uh, Mm -hmm. Switzerland. And I just wanted to thank you for your integrity and for your wisdom that you uh, reach out. I can't even, I'm really getting emotional now because of all the truths that you speak and I applied it and made conscious contact that you advised on your audio tapes and I'm so, so thankful. I don't even want to ask you a question today because it's so, so, so important to me to thank you. Oh, that's so nice. And that's that's what the Thanksgiving thing, that's what we were talking about. I know they don't have Thanksgiving there in Switzerland, but they probably yeah, have something I think similar. It's the third Thursday uh, uh, in November. Is that, is that right? Uh, or, over or here, it's, like it's the fourth Thursday over here. Oh, the um, fourth Thursday, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Yeah, and just, just um, I experienced so much difference. You know, I was really in hatred for so long time, and just just um yeah bitching and moaning and 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 being angry and all these things then then I, I read the erroneous zones and changed all of that started meditating on the uh, ohms and ah if you remember right. the, uh, sure. the, the of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it worked <laughs> i don't say this from a standpoint of uh, yeah i'm now in a in a esoteric way or or experiencing it from a from a standpoint of yeah, I'm, I'm this psychedelic type. No, it's really I tried it. Mm. I was more calm. I was more focused, and I was more gentle and authentic. What were you? Yeah. Uh, it's interesting you say that, uh, Nadir. What was your? Uh, what, what were you angry about? You know, I mean, was it just sort of a, a, a personality thing, or was it? Did you have people that you were angry at? Yeah, it was like I was blaming everybody for right. what I was, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't take a great deal of responsibility. 
And, and, and also what I want to, to add, because my English isn't that good, I all, also learned all the English from your tapes. So Really? Yeah, yes. <laughs> so That's my amazing. normal language is Swiss German. I don't speak mm -hmm. English very well. But I learned it through your tapes. Uh, I heard it so often that it became my second language, if you will. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm very impressed because your English is very clear. Um, it's very easy to understand you. It's, uh, in uh, fact, it, you enunciate. It's, it's unbelievable to me to speak to you. I you're you're, you're <laughs> like my father, you know, that that I never had my father die because of cancer uh, several mm -hmm. years ago. I didn't know, know him, but you were like, you know, I, I heard your tapes from, from way back where you were like this uh, ambitious person who strives and want to accomplish and want to be more uh, ahead of the other guy and then you changed to right. the peaceful beautiful person i know maybe i didn't pronounce it right or something but I, I, I clearly could make this distinction even only from listening to your tapes it, it was so amazing and you you walk your talk i mean with this leukemia thing First, for all people at this point vanish. They go away and turn back, and you are still authentic, still applying what you say. And I, I, can, I can understand why, because when you're in that state of feeling so, feeling so blissful and so, yeah, you, you just act that way naturally because it's Absolutely. Nature, right? Yeah, the, it's... Uh... I look at leukemia as a, as a great gift, as a great opportunity for me. I've come to this oh. world to be a teacher. Um, I've been doing it since I was a little boy. Um, oh, it's, man. It's, it's my way of life. And so everything that comes my way, instead of saying, why did this happen to me and poor me and this isn't right, I just say this right. is just an opportunity for me to, to look into because uh, I've talked about these kinds of things so much and, and then um it gets it goes beyond the talking then i experienced like looking at uh, all of the things that came into my life the uh you know living out living in an orphanage and uh, going going through addictions and and overcoming them and going through uh, breakups and and marriage and uh, yeah, uh struggle yeah. with and struggling with my children the, you're, you're on your pinnacle now you're not on your lowest point because of these experiences you're now on your pinnacle because you know you're not attached to stuff, you're not attached to... The only thing you have to be is to be, right? That's what I learned from you, exactly. to be, just exactly. to be. Yeah. Let it be, let it be. Well, we have uh, callers lined up here, so she'll, okay, let's she'll jump back them. to the phones. Sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's go to line nine and check in with Lisa in Pennsylvania. Lisa on line nine. And Lisa, thanks for calling. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Oh, sure. Hi. Thank you so much. I am so excited to speak with you, Dr. Dyer. And, um, That's... How are you, Lisa? Great, great. Thank you. You've affected so many people, um, so many people's lives, and um, many people I know, my family, and I, I'm just like, I feel I'm talking to a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to my kids. They don't listen to a thing I say. They say, Dad, get a life. My son the other day was over here, and he's looking around. And of course, I've got I got forty one of my books that are on the ca ca you know that I've written around here. And he said, "You know, there's just nothing good to read in this place. We got to get something good to read." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're pretty much half of my library, and it's all uh, self help. But you're like the major one, and um, mm -hmm. I I've seen your movie and just watch and try to get everything I can from you. Um, 
Now, what I was thinking about is recently, I've had kind of like a rough two years. Um, I just went through a divorce. I've had like other issues, but I kind of get through things pretty well and um, deal with it. Now, the most recent thing is that um, two of my very close friends have had major losses. The one lost her daughter. Um, she was like 24 years old, um, and it was probably... like. It, was probably a murder or something and just this beautiful giving person who lost her life and you know I'm kind of dealing with my friends with this and it's tricky and now just last week my best friend lost her brother of only 38 years old of an accident and um and like my I'm trying to help them out and at the same time I'm trying to keep myself from not like getting really sunk into, you know, a depression. Not to mm. sound selfish. I want to help them. But at mm-hmm. the same time, and, and my sister is um, a huge fan of yours as well. And she'll say to me once in a while, like, I'm not too crazy about you, like, being too involved with them because I don't want it to take you down, you know, and kind of have that sort of add to... um Lots of stresses and overwhelm, sure. you know what I mean? Let, like let me react. Yeah, let me react to this, dear. Um, okay. Um, the fear that, um, this is a big fear that a lot of people have, that they, and they, so they, they, they live in fear, and so they run away from things that they uh, put a label in their mind on as something that is fearsome um, or something that will bring me down, like, you know, being around somebody who's just been through a tragedy. Um, and so I will avoid that because I don't want that to be something that can bring me down. And the, the truth of that, when, when I hear this, I, I, I think about what I learned from St. Francis uh, when he spoke about Jesus. And I've spent, said it many times on this show over the seven years I've been doing this show that, um, you know, they say of Jesus that when he, would, uh, when he would just enter a village, just his presence, just his presence in the village um, and nothing more. Um, would elevate the consciousness of everyone in the village. Um, I remember being in a room with Mother, where Mother Teresa was uh, in Phoenix, um, and I remember walking into the room, and she had just, uh, we were doing a radio show together. She was the guest, and then I was to be a guest following her. And um, when we walked into the room, she, she calibrated at such a high level that just her presence in the room and nothing more um, changed changed the entire uh, um energy uh, and complexion of, of the room people were softer they were gentler they were there was more there was love coming from them and to understand this concept of divine love which i've been studying a lot about it's um, it's really uh, it's it's not about getting um it's not about getting love uh, from somebody else or getting anger or getting something from 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 outside of you um love divine love is really um it's it's the outpouring of love that you have for everyone and everything that you encounter, and it it's it it doesn't have anything to do with the, the the people that are around you or that are outside of you. It has to do with what what you're allowing to pour out of you. So you can you can have this love that I'm speaking about. You can have it for a chandelier. Um, you know you can have it for uh, you can have it for the bed you're in or, you, or the, a tree that you're looking at or a bird that is flying overhead or a mosquito or a, a spider web or you know virtually if you fill yourself with this kind of divine love with this uh, 
the way Patanjali put it, he said, when you are steadfast, and, you know, steadfast means that you never slip. When you're steadfast in your abstention, that is, you abstain from thoughts of harm uh, directed towards yourself and others, thoughts of anger, thoughts of revenge, thoughts of fear, thoughts of worry, thoughts of pain. When you're free from that and all you have to do is, uh, is uh, when, when you are able to be uh, totally abs uh, abstained from those kinds of thoughts, he said that all living creatures will cease to feel fear in your presence. That is, the birds change and the and, the, and babies react differently and the, the entire energy of the room changes. And all all that's involved in it is for you to get to a place of, of uh of, of, of recognizing, you know, who you are, that who you are and who your friend is and who the daughter that just got, uh, if she got murdered, who all, who, what everything is, it's not this physical world that we live in. It's not, uh, our reality isn't defined by what we've come to define it as. We're, as William Blake said in his famous poem, we are all led to believe a lie uh, when we see with, not through the eye which was born in a night to perish in a night, while the soul, the infinite soul, sleeps in light and beams of light. And you have to find your soul and your infinite, and, and then just have an expression of gratitude this week of Thanksgiving, a, 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 an expression of love, an expression of kindness toward, and, and it isn't towards anyone, it isn't for anyone, it's that's what you radiate outward. And that was what I was talking about when I was in Detroit the day after the election. And uh, and I was walking from the back of the room to the front of the room, and I just watched. And and as I and I was in a complete and deep state of of, uh, of appreciation and love. I was very, very happy about the outcome of the election that particular morning. But and and, and the people of Detroit, I know, were as well. Um, but it wasn't about an election. It was really about. Um, having just being so filled with grace inside of myself that wherever I went I was every row that I passed those people wanted to stand up and just applaud and they weren't applauding me my my work my body my any of these kind of things what they were feeling was the love which is so overwhelming and so powerful that it can elevate the consciousness of an entire room of 2200 people or an entire community or entire family or entire city or an entire planet. David Hawkins w went so far as to say that if one person living on this planet were able to create God consciousness, the consciousness of, of Jesus Christ at the time of his uh, being here on this planet, if we could have someone replicate that kind of love, it would compensate for all of the people, the millions, the billions of people who are operating at these low, low levels of shame and revenge and fear and anger and so on. So it's incumbent upon you, Lisa, and myself and all of us, instead of saying, I want to avoid going to places where I might be uncomfortable and then be brought down by that, to understand that no one can bring you down. No one, no one that's low energy out there is going to infect you and bring you down. The only reason you will go down when you're around low energy is that you will become that energy yourself. That's like when someone says something nasty about you and, and then you get angry and respond back. It wasn't their low energy that made you upset. It was the fact that you did the same thing that they were doing to you and you just doubled the amount of negative energy in the room. Someone says something awful, you respond back with something awful. Instead of the way God speaks about it, where Jesus was, the way Buddha was, the way, the way Muhammad was, the way the great spiritual masters were, St. Francis and, and Lao Tzu and 
you know, and all of the, the divine beings, Rumi and so on, is that they would, uh, they would, they had nothing inside of them but divine love to give away. So someone says something negative to them or around them or about them, and this divine love is so powerful that it radiates out from you and it helps to bring everybody into that place where they want to stand up and give you a standing ovation. That's, that's where you want to be in your life. Don't be afraid of letting somebody else's negativity or hurt or pain bring you down, but instead be so committed to your sense of divine love and appreciation that you will be able to, just by your very presence, bring the parents of that girl into a higher state. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.